0: good day and welcome to far reaches we are four people from similar parts of the world who have wound up chasing different dreams and living different lives we are richard raleigh joel and micah richard and micah from southeast oregon from two small ranching communities known as pine creek and plush raleigh and joel are from northeast oregon from the pendleton area we met through college mutual friends and heard of stories of each other Somehow wound up being at the same place at the same time. See, we live and work in different parts of the U.S. now and have all taken different paths to get to where we are. We all talk separately and live far apart. So we decided we should try and talk more together. We hope you come along and enjoy. Hey, hey. how's your mom and them? Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for showing up again. You know, uh, maybe you're showing up because you know what you're going to hear, or you're showing up because you, well, you don't know what you're going to hear, and so you know, all honesty, we don't know what you're going to hear. But that's the fun part about it. So, welcome to Far Reaches. We're here back. We are we are down one one reacher. I guess I'll say one reacher short this week. Uh, Richard is tricking, aka trucking cattle somewhere. In the uh, for the western portion of eastern Oregon, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's out this week, but uh, he sent his thoughts. We'll probably make up a couple things that he said, anyways. So, again, this is Far Reaches, the Far Reaches Podcast with Raleigh Bixby, Joel Kern, Michael Wells, and Richard Bradbury. No, Richard, this week again, make sure you uh, subscribe to Far Reaches Podcast, it's available on Anchor. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere else. I saw it at the Quickie Mart the other day, so that was encouraging. If you have questions or comments, please send us an email at farreachespodcast at gmail.com, or feel free, as most of you do, reach out on the old interweb and the old uh, message of the text or social-type media, and your feedback and comments are always welcome and good and the bad, so that keeps us highly entertained. We always appreciate that. With all that said, uh, guys, we're going to kick off with our so loved, truly favorite, favorite uh, session we all have. is called Weekly Update, and we'll kick it off with uh, with Mr. Bigsby this week. Raleigh, what's going on
1: in your world? Well, I thought spring had sprung until yesterday, and we got three inches of snow, but uh, <laughs> I would. Just getting cows turned out, um, branding lots of calves, it's just a busy time, uh, getting ready to finish up some field work here before irrigation comes on, and, um, just not a whole lot, uh, my wife uh, broke her ankle at a branding, so that adds a little bit of a dilemma to ah. my schedule, I, I have a lot more honeydews to do now. But uh that uh it's just part of it, yeah. To, uh keep up and go on. Yeah, so, you need some duct but, tape and
0: buddy tape it to the other one and just send her out the door or she laid up.
1: Uh that would be nice. We we uh got <laughs> x rays and whatnot. It's broke pretty good. She's gotta have surgery, so Dang. It, uh, she uh, didn't call off the surgery. No, she was working on the ground and uh, went over to to uh, f- flank a little calf down and apparently the the other guy on the ground there didn't think she had enough help and um, as I understand it, he came over to help and accidentally, I don't know if he stepped on her ankle or stepped beside her and she rolled her ankle over mm. him or what happened, but uh, her and the calf ended up in the pile and uh, she she came out on the short end with a busted wheel, so... <laughs> Dang, never good. But never good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's good thing is when it's a nurse, she, she's hard headed and doesn't think she needs help for a week or go to get X rays. She thinks it's just sprain. But I finally talked her into it. And sure enough, <laughs> we we found out it was actually broken, not sprained. So the links people kidding.
2: will go to to get out of branding.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> breaking their yeah. own ankle. She's probably gonna whoop on you next time she sees you, Joel, just so you
1: know. Well she's a little uh she's she's not happy about it because it's kinda of something you look forward to every yeah. year this time years going Brandon and and uh she's got a really nice little horse to ride and so she uh she's disappointed that she doesn't get to get to do a bunch of that like she'd like to right now. So she'll be rigging up some kind of thing so she can still ride. Yeah. It'll be Yeah. No, she'll uh, – she, I don't think it'll be too long. I have a hard time keeping her at home. She. Uh, <laughs> you better kindle her up, yeah. <laughs> she, she's uh, <laughs> not one that likes to sit around and, and watch the grass grow. So. Well, it's covered in snow anyway, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, I think we got up to about 45, oh, 50 wow. today. So it's all gone. Yeah, but, So – but other than that, just uh, life as usual. Just trying to keep up with the day-to-day stuff and uh, keep the the wheel turning, so to speak. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Good. But yeah, no. Um, all is well. I don't think we've had any uh, more coronavirus detections here in the county. So uh, our one case came and gone, and I think we're on the mend. So we'll see. Good good here yeah Thank I'll you. be
2: there soon you can add me to your roles
0: the there we go coronavirus cases. my official yeah roll well, Joel give us yeah. your uh, your update then well
2: um, <clears throat> pretty much the same thing staying inside um, took a walk to get lunch a couple of days ago Ooh, yesterday God. went outside um, I think Absolutely. the big development in my life well, over last all, week I as pray. i became a songwriter uh, my friend paul you know? uh, what H- pendleton's very own paul collins he
0: he loves oh, songwriter new- gotcha yeah, yeah yeah
2: he lives in new york <laughs> as you guys maybe know but yeah he's a musician and um
1: did you say phil collins or paul, paul collins? collins paul yeah. okay and uh, make sure I was hearing that right. I'm like, I didn't know Phil Collins was from Pendleton, <laughs> Pendleton, England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And uh
2: <laughs> Paul told me if I wrote lyrics for a song, he would he would uh, put music to it and sing it. So I, I sent I sent him a song, my first song. And he, what's the title? It's called uh, "My Vacation." Oh, nice. And it's a country song about well sure I can tell you guys um, it's a country song about uh, this guy his wife leaves him and um, and he enjoys his alone time alone <laughs> in the house and he considers that his vacation
0: um, is he ever coming back
2: well it's up to the listener to decide if she's ah, coming back oh nice it's pretty good yeah. I guess yeah, some I guess some well, good feedback on it, and Paul is now uh put music to the first verse in the chorus. He's still working on it, tweaking it so it's not ready yeah. yet, but I'll tell you the he's real talented it sounds sounds pretty good.
0: well, we'll have to debut it. I'm pretty excited,
2: yeah
0: outstanding oh, anything else uh
2: no, that's it, kicking around the idea of. We can get into it more, but I'm kicking around the idea of headed out to Oregon. Um, there's a lot of things to that go into that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That could be entertaining. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, um, I'll touch on my updates then. We had uh, nice, nice cool weather this morning and then uh, about four or five inches of snow uh, starting around 11 o'clock, I guess. So, then you know, we had 80 last week and then snow this morning so uh i came up out of the off a phone call in my office downstairs and walked upstairs and it was snowing like crazy so that's uh that's springtime in this lovely nebraska yeah how's the global warming situation in nebraska working like a champ yeah i think uh, somebody forgot to tell us Uh, i don't know there's a button somewhere i pay another tax or something apparently uh You haven't been taxed enough. That's probably it's it's climate change, probably not global warming anymore. You still haven't paid. enough. No, I'm not. And if I could find where to pay the tax for the Rona, I'd look at that, too. But apparently it doesn't have that same kind of control. So there we are. But in first world uh, glad tidings, my housekeeper came by today. So she's not afraid of the Rona anymore. And so, uh, yeah, that was nice nice. I spent the morning in the office downstairs and they were running around like spider monkeys upstairs on the main floor and the top floor, making sure that it's uh, spotless. How many do you have? Say again? How many do you have? How many what? House cleaners. Oh, usually two or three come. Yeah. Okay. Because you said they, I
2: didn't know if you meant multiple or maybe their pronouns were
0: the Royal Day. Uh, they are it's one them. singular, you know, like appointment slash company, but they send usually two, sometimes three, if they're training somebody, I think. Um, yeah, it's about <laughs> uh, a couple hours. Yeah. So I don't hardly really ever see them because I'm usually at home or working in the basement. So uh, they don't, they don't, you uh, know, come to this sector. This is, uh, you know, all mine. So
2: That's interesting. Like, how do you feel when your house is considered considered training grounds for a a cleaner
0: i think uh (laughs) i think it means it's complex and i have high standards so they want to take them to somewhere they're going to train them right yeah fair enough so uh, i can't can't confirm that whenever they have three uh that's training sometimes they probably have somebody they need to get done faster maybe uh but yeah anyways so that was good because the last time she canceled because it was right when i got back from uh argentina and uh, she was concerned about my out of country and I just had a new Airbnb guest and so she decided to pass but uh came today so had that nice fresh clean house scent
1: when you uh get them all trained up there send them over because I have recently acquired the new title of house cleaner here since my spouse is uh one-legged oh so your dishwasher's (laughs) broke too I'm sorry to hear that yeah yeah So now I find myself uh, pulling double duty. Easy now. Uh, well, I'll see what I
0: can do. Uh, my charge of mileage. Um,
1: or well, that'd be all right. If
0: Joel stops here on the way to Oregon, maybe I'll give him a quick lesson. He can get trained up and then maybe, um, who knows, when he gets there. So, so that'd be fun. We'll put Gloria
2: yeah. in the back of the pickup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't have to wear a uniform either, Joel. So... So, yeah, I got the, uh, I'm back in the basement office this evening. I got the uh, fireplace roaring in the corner, you know, because it's still snowing outside. And uh, I'm talking to you maniacs. So, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, really. It's like the world's crappiest beer
1: commercial. So, you know, I've I've got an update for my uh, update, Mm. but uh, this just in, (laughs) you know, do you guys remember those powdered soap um, dispensers when you were a kid? Like the pink stuff? well the white powder those those haven't gone away
2: those those still
1: exist can you get that dry powder crap everywhere yeah yeah, the white powder crap well i finally found some of that stuff at the local store here it's called borax oh yeah good the good stuff uh, yeah yeah you just shake a little out that that stuff's fantastic i and and for the cost of hand soap these days You don't get near the good cleaning quality that you do out of there. If you look on a cleaning
0: quality per unit basis, Uh, it's hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, since we are into the hand cleaning Mm -hmm. mode here lately, um, it's interesting that more people don't use that stuff regularly. You certainly don't have
0: to sing the whole entire happy birthday song if you're covered with that stuff.
1: Yeah, so if we're looking for more sponsorship uh, Baraxo. Yeah, Baraxo
0: <laughs> You know, we used in. to do that in uh, high school shop class If somebody got a little too lippy All right, you we'd yeah. give us the eye And we'd go hold them down and then fill their mouth full that, uh, We yeah, had that pink, pink uh, boraxo. Jesus, um, Which usually caused more cussing than originally You're just but, inhaling
2: uh, that That's not good for you probably but we had the whole mouthful.
0: Yeah. And then uh one particular time we had to lock her in the horse trailer we were building because she got a little violent. But uh, Stacy, love you. Um, yeah. Our high school ag class was um probably not the average one. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So but yeah, if we got to get a little too lippy. It was, it was soap time. So <laughs> God, the memories of that. We could do like six months of talking about ag class. Yeah. We, we won't for now. I don't think. Statue limitations might almost be up,
1: but probably not completely. Micah, yeah. <laughs> Micah, did you <laughs> did you uh, ever experience getting your mouth washed out with soap in grade school? Me, um, that that kind of went away. No, I did not. not. Long after we were there, but I I do recall it, and I just too bad that's not still used in common grade school practice. We just got lit up. That's all. We didn't get. We got Swats. You uh, got that well, at well, yeah school, Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. My uh my principal um in the elementary school, he actually had a paddle in his mm-hmm. office. Did you go so, to West
2: Hills? Where'd you go?
1: No, I was in Helix then.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we did even when I lived in um I lived in Dallas, Texas for a while growing up and and it was cow cal- was common there too. Like your parents, I think I don't recall completely, but I think they would sign a waiver or a permission slip if they wanted the principal to discipline at school. And they uh, the principal or the teacher would light you up,
1: yeah, with the paddle. Boy, do you know how many children these days would benefit from that? How you know, many adults they'd would benefit walk. from that? Well, yeah, most of the children's parents these days need more of it. But and then in high school, we yeah. had a choice: you could either get
0: words or you could take a swat. And that was in the ag shop and wood shop. I don't think not too much in the in the building proper in high school, but in the ag shop, yeah, you want words which meant you had to write an essay or the same word in a thousand times or whatever, or take a swat and get it over with. So, yeah,
1: I, you know, we probably had it pretty easily because <laughs> if you, in visiting with my mother, she actually went to Catholic school and those nuns would really work you over. But I think, uh, I think that might have been a little overkill, but oh, um, dude, I could certainly see some practices that were used when we were in grade school my, again. Uh, that would be it's great. It's funny to yeah. mention
2: that. I think uh, Mrs. Bigsby was probably the scariest teacher
1: I ever had.
2: Miss Bigsby was my third grade teacher.
1: Oh <coughs> wow! Yeah, she like... told me she remembers you well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: she was probably the scariest teacher I've ever had, but she was good. I didn't say teaching. you learned a lot, didn't you? Learned how to look up words in the dictionary.
0: There you go. Yeah. No, my dad told a story about a teacher who would. He had this like a, a wooden rod with a, a metal tip on it, and he would throw it, and it would stick in the chalkboard or the the wall in the front of the class and on the back. And he would throw it across the classroom into the back. And during when people like to keep their heads down when they were studying, I kid you not. Like he was literally throwing like a spear across like the a classroom, javelin. like a javelin. Yeah. Into the wall. Wow. He'd walk up slowly through the class, yard it out, throw it back. Can you imagine like some kid like whipped his head up to sneeze or something? And you're like, puts your hand up to go to the bathroom and it sticks you in the hand. Yeah. So, um, a little more, <laughs> a little more squirrely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sounds and, yeah.
0: Our, uh, our high school teachers were in like, we had, uh, I loved my English teacher, and that drove her crazy. We even took senior English; it was like an elective. And uh, God, she would torture us, and uh, it was fun though. We learned a lot, but man, she was she's still my favorite though. Yeah. So, hello, Miss Faulkner. We still love you. <laughs> God, we had
1: we had the uh, that ought to be a that ought to be a topic for one of our podcasts. His favorite teacher. Oh, it has to be.
2: Um, oh, I got to get her to come
0: about. on. Get her to come on the show. She probably would. She would tell some stories. Uh Miss Volker would. I just saw her this last summer. She she threatened bodily harm if I didn't show up to Lake County for the roundup since it was the the hundred year anniversary. So I made sure I was there. Yeah, but uh, she had put us. There's five of us. She put us in the back of the class. Right, and it was called the back row. And we were right next to her desk and she would just lean over and swat like the first guy in the row. And he would just pass it down to the, and that was what she wanted, you know, or she'd walk by and step (laughs) on your feet or thump you in the head or dig a pencil in your neck or yeah, she was the best. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. We, uh, (laughs) Dan Hamrick and I, Oh, I gotta say this quick story and then we'll, we'll get off the teachers and we'll come back to it. But, Dan Bach had stolen the screw on one of the table legs of his desk or a desk that she always walked in and set stuff on. And it was sitting there like level. And she came in and set her books on it and like shifted over and like dumped over because he had stolen the screw on the leg. And he thought he was pretty slick and she was furious. And my good friend Dan Hamrick and I were sitting there like, Hey, Miss Faulkner, we, we know what happened. She goes, okay, I just want it back here by tomorrow. So we got a pair of handcuffs from our friend, Chris. And we wrote him up like uh, this uh, this uh, Miranda rights for the Court of Faulkner. And we found Dan Bach in the hallway between classes. It wasn't even for this class. And we arrested him and knocked the crap out of him, handcuffed him, drug him all the way to her class. And it was another class going on at the time. So she found out what's going on. She's like, well, where's the where's the script, Dan? He's like, it's in my locker. So we drug him back down the hallway in handcuffs to his locker, made him give us His combo, so we can open up, threw all his crap out of the locker, found the screw, dragged him back down the hallway, took him to the class, handcuffed him to the desk, and made him fix it. (laughs) And we got five points for that, and she never gave extra credit, yeah. (laughs) But the best part was dragging him to the hallway. We went past the main office. We went past the principal's office twice with the dude handcuffed, (laughs) dragging him, and nobody said a word. Yeah, that was... That was glorious, so I hadn't thought about that story in freaking forever, but uh, we'll definitely have some conversations about favorite teachers, so <laughs> poor
1: Reebok, God. <laughs> yeah, favorite teachers and favorite moments in high school that were funny, Whoa. you can could, you could come up with some pretty good stories there. There is a plethora, yeah, some teachers like had us, like our English
0: teacher, Mr. Duman. He, had, he taught us like one year, and then he left. Yeah. Um, he thought he hadn't taught us anything, but poor guy. I think he had a nervous breakdown. Well, we he actually came back for our commencement, though, and spoke. It was pretty cool, but yeah. Woo. And the ag teachers and uh, Bob, good old Bob, and freaking shop teacher, Mr. Sazma. Oh, good Lord. Yeah.
2: I think one of my it's... most vivid memories in high school is Mr. Freak. There was a brawl right by the new gym, you know, Raleigh. You know,
1: oh yeah i uh, I actually was graduated before the new gym was built oh okay
2: well we we're we
1: were by the new gym,
2: A kind of a brawl <laughs> broke out, and Mr. Freeman got in the middle of it and was holding ivan <laughs> holding <laughs> Ivan's arms behind his back to like keep him out of it uh. and a guy I just I watched it happen, and <laughs> the kid went up and just punched Ivan in the face. When, when he's arms, being held. When he was being his arms would be held back and then Mr. Freeman was like, Okay, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I even hit him good. back. So all right, go for it. <laughs> that wasn't fair here, even the score.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> then the bell rang and I had to get to class. So oh, dang. What <laughs> we'll have to find out the answer to that sometime. Yeah.
1: The the answer to the to what actually happened? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the guy got thrashed.
0: Yeah, yeah, he
2: did no, I saw even beat him up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty squirrely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> speaking of like school and funny memories and stuff, we're gonna shift into our uh, movie thoughts of the week. At Raleigh, I just still can't thank you enough for picking. The 1984 classic Police Academy. Uh, this came out, I think I was thinking about this when I was watching it. Tonight. It came out in 84, so I was around 10 years old, depending on obviously what time of year it came out. But I think I was living in Lakeview around then, or pretty close. So it wouldn't have got to our theater until probably 85 or 86, Um I don't think I saw it in the theater, so I probably had to wait till video. So it might have been about the same time. But so you know, I'm probably 12 years old the first time I see Police Academy. And that might explain some things about me. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Joel, when's the first time you remember seeing Police Academy?
2: Gosh, I, I bet you I was eight years old when I saw Police Academy. Oh, nice. Having so older brothers, I got exposed to, to movies I shouldn't have been watching.
0: Ah, you got to start sometime. You're going to catch some things, and other things probably go over your head. But there's some good gratuitous nudity, I think. So that's pretty good. Well, for
2: that's the great thing about all these '80s movies is just yes. unnecessary.
0: We right. need boobs.
2: You're right. Yeah. Let's pan. I, I love the scene when they just pan the outside of the building and they just kind of pan over the windows where all the girls are taking showers oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mahoney,
0: one of the mahoney's like just chilling out there drinking a beer yeah. watching the showers and the, you know <laughs> they're not doing anything and then uh what's his name shows up and starts drinking. everybody goes crazy yeah or the party you know of course <laughs> we're having a bonfire we're gonna dance around topless naturally. it's like they it's like they write the movie
2: then they present it to the studio and the studio exec says where, where are the where are the boobs? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we can put them in
1: here. They'll... Yeah, I know. I
0: I got it. I got it. Yeah, that's fine.
1: <laughs> Raleigh, what about you? When did I first watch? Yeah, um, it was probably not long after it came out. More than <clears throat> probably by 1986, I'd yeah. seen it before I was, I don't know, six eight years old. Yeah, um, but. I actually um, yesterday was my mother's birthday and and uh her and Dale were headed to go get something to eat and then going to go watch some movies and I, and I I said you guys have Netflix and she said yeah they yeah, do and I said well you guys really ought to pull up the police academies cuz I've watched a couple of them here lately and and they bring back a lot of memories and my mother said yeah you guys were regulars on the police academy like we would when you when you'd go to the video store to rent a movie oh, yeah we'd we would always pick out the latest police academy. Definitely. We'd watch them over and over and over. I mean, we could recite them pert near. Yeah. So, so it was it was actually a huge part of my childhood from funny movies and and probably constitutes some of our morbid sense of humor. Oh, but, trying to make how,
0: noises like Jonesy, you know. Uh, that was oh yeah, like the, that was when everybody was trying. To, like, I can do the harmonica, yeah. you know.
2: It,
1: I can remember that. I can remember reenacting on the school bus with Greg Holton. <laughs> and, Several knotheads that were on the Juniper Canyon route. Greg would re- reenact uh, Jonesy's noises all the oh, time yeah. on the school bus. I mean, Game everybody watched over, it. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. It was it uh, it actually brought back a lot of childhood memories for me that were outside of the movie. Definitely, but, but nevertheless, uh, classics as far as I'm concerned. And it's a shame that they don't make more movies like that now and give people a little more insight to a less pc type of environment well
0: and and i it's like a unique i'm not fully aware but it's like a unique opening too. like you have the mini story of like six or eight of the main characters like all leading up to Mm -hmm. them arriving and i i took it for granted a lot of times when i watched it but now you don't see that near as much about these character setups you know, you got no. like four or five minutes on everybody. And, and So you get like really cool background. I really appreciated that um, mm-hmm. more than I had before. Absolutely. That was, you know, <laughs> park the car, butt breath, butt breath. Hey, what the?
2: <laughs> See, and I, I think it's probably a product of me seeing what, how many of them are there? Like six of I them? I think them? it's like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um. Just watching all of those movies, I, I guess uh, in my head, I thought I knew the characters better, and then re-watching the first one, they don't really introduce, they don't spend, like, I remember Hightower being a very prominent figure in my childhood, mm-hmm. and okay. then he only has, like, four lines in that whole movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he made a, you know, a huge impact on what he was there, and later on, you know, during the riot scenes, he helps out with that, but he was just and they steal that car when he's learning them to drive. I thought that was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. You know? And the guy just when he finds his car, the guy's like, ah, ah, ah. that just always used to crack me up.
1: Yeah, it it's it's interesting the the portrayal of the heroes and villains within the police department that they come up with with the two recruits that are are kind of the <laughs> the little Yeah. Uh, bastard you know blanks in like, Copeland, go, yeah yeah the little toby's and how they just play into part of the the harassment that mahoney puts on everybody it's
0: like, the haircut
1: scene dude like <laughs> oh yeah out of my way
0: oh any, for, yeah for you anything yeah take it off buddy <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah,
2: why did mahoney it, the weird part of the movie is mahoney became sort of a A go-between for everybody, but they never really developed that, and why? Because he was always such a slacker, didn't want to be there. Um, But everybody like somehow trusted him. Just drawn to
0: him because he's just like that cavalier. He's the fucking Steve Wells. Exactly. Of police academy, you know, he's just like like that that. guy. He just yeah, he could
1: totally just. He knew how to work people, and it was it was it made for a great character. Yeah. because yeah, he was so,
2: I like how the the main joke throughout the movie, half the movie, the the running theme is the Mahoney uh Fellatio Commodore Lassart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's such exactly like it? I didn't it's such I didn't a weird, weird angle that in that movie. After he's like, Do you know what the, I want Mahoney kicked out of here? Do you know what he did? What did he do? Uh, it was very <laughs> very bad. Yeah. I was you
2: know. laughing so hard, but it, <laughs> but then Lassard coming out Lassard just sort of kinda of gave up on, on that. I didn't care anymore.
0: Well he got him back at the very end, remember?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he you know, obviously <laughs> he, he figured it out or it was just a hell of a coincidence they found the same Err! but to, uh, yeah do the same thing.
1: The interesting part is that awkward relationship because I, after I watched the first one, I couldn't help but I had to watch the next two. Oh yeah, uh, the <laughs> that awkward relationship <laughs> carries out onto the next movies. So yeah, uh, and 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 you totally, when you watch them in line like that, you can resort back to what goes on in the first one, and and, and it totally shows in their re- the relationship they carry on.
0: In this next slide, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think this one speaks for itself.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> oh, Like when like a cute girl would walk by, we would say in this next slide, you know, it was like, it's so ingrained in us. Me anyways. Uh, yeah. Move it, effect. move
2: it, move it. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Freaking, such a um, famous line.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, and Tackleberry, how Tackleberry develops, you know, um, they probably focus on him a little bit more in the second one but
1: uh <laughs> well that's one of the things that i found interesting is some of the characters in the first one that they focus on they don't so much in in later movies and i i'm assuming maybe it was because those characters played in other movies and they had less of a yeah, role yeah i think during... like
0: kim Cattrall, yeah. she's not in yeah. police academy anymore i don't think um yeah but like a lot of the other ones are and then they bring on some other people in the in the second yeah film. like
1: What was his name? The uh, well, he was actually kind of a comedian. the 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 leader of that gang, uh, Cat um, Cat Bobcat Goldthwait. Yep, Bobcat Goldthwait plays, and it's interesting how he steps into a role later in those. Oh yeah, because then doesn't he go to the
0: police academy in like three? Is that right? Yeah, in three he goes to
1: police academy. Yeah, that's uh, you know the the
0: the one guy that cracks me up at the beginning is the. The clumsy guy and his wife is trying to stop him when he comes out of the house. Uh-huh. He turns around and hits her right in the crotch with a suitcase and then the door of the car. And then she does well, like this full on backyard Olympics to go cut him off.
1: <laughs> yep. And then in three she actually She joins up. That's crazy. what I
0: thought. Yes. Yeah. Yep. God, I gotta go yep. watch those other two now because I had not I forgot about all the the circle backs they do on that, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Is it two? It must be two, yeah, where you meet confident Lazar's brother brother yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yep oh. well
2: let's be honest here it's a pretty weak story and yes. like why, um,
0: why did he even get arrested for what he did do? i don't understand that even
2: again on theme i i did take an edible before i watched it which, was, <laughs> which i'm going to do for all the movies there we go but, you go. but I'm not i not sponsoring
0: it as, yeah.
2: So the whole premise of the movie is so they go to the police academy and then that accountant guy I don't know if he's an accountant, but he looks like an Sweet accountant. Sweet chuck? Is that no, his name? A
0: different that's a one. that's yeah. in two.
2: But the whole thing is about this riot that breaks out and the these police academy cadets go and kind of oh, actually the day. starts it, yeah. He it that whole riot started because he tossed an apple, apple out the window and it hit a yeah. guy in the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Like the writing, like the writing
2: ability for these people that created a movie, like how did that ever get passed?
1: Yeah, but think about it; it kind of <laughs> relates to Common Day. And the coronavirus broke out because some scientist lost his deal in a food vending <laughs> <laughs> food <deal>. case. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> well, exactly. You know, uh, why like,
0: did Mahoney even get arrested to begin with? Like, I don't think that him parking that guy's car like that would get him arrested. I it. You know, but you wouldn't think so, but, but that's what like, so like, all right, you know, either go to the police academy or go to jail. All right, I'll go to the police academy. I take my doctor with me, one senior Larville Jones, you know, and then that's how he ends up there. And you're like, really? Like, it could have been something like a little more severe. Or, you know, what about the guys that took the whole camera thing and dumped it over the bridge? Wouldn't they get arrested too? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, but like, anyways. It, Was that a real thing? Did you know, the guy that was in the Kodak booth, a little photo mark thing? Yeah. Is that a re- yeah. was that a real thing? That yeah. People had a little booth.
0: You would drop yeah. your pictures or your roll of film off your there, and you get film. some
1: more yep. film, and you take one hour photo. Sometimes you
0: had one hour. Usually it took a week or so, and then you go pick it back up. Yeah. That guy is my favorite character,
1: and you know why? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Leslie Barber, yeah, I love when he smacks that guy in the face in the uh, with the. Uh... Oh, his name is Barber Leslie Barber. Yeah. I thought Leslie they kept Bar- calling yeah. him Barbara. Barber, I, mean, I think he's Barber. Yeah, his, his little yeah. dog too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the dog's riding the commandant's leg when he first gets there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, And then the oh yeah, just so many uh, you know George Mark Den sneaking across over to the other barracks was was hilarious. Until what's her name catches him?
1: Yeah, yeah. What was her name? Oh, I can't remember what it is. Uh, Callahan. Actually, yeah, Callahan. Yeah, Callahan. Callahan. Yeah.
0: In case she you, plays, you forgot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She, she, actually actually she was a She a very big roles. She was a very big part of my
0: childhood. I bet you she was. Yeah, she's very <laughs> robust. Yeah. <laughs> she plays a better, more, more of a role in later movies. Than I think so did. too. Yeah, she does.
1: The Blue Oyster Bar oh. even
0: makes a couple more appearances in the other movies too. <laughs> it it does, yes. <laughs> but you just hear that song and you start laughing,
1: dude. I mean like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's like going to Happy Canyon like all over again. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen these movies in years and I was watching the first one, and I was like, Oh, maybe this is where that the Asian guy what was his but I don't He must appear in a later one, but they recycled a scene where Early on, they're at the wrestling mats, you know, and Uh she's looking for volunteers. Oh, yeah. I feel like in a later one, they got the Asian guy and then.
1: Yeah, that's in three. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And she like buries his face in her. Oh, yeah. She thinks I'm liking
0: him. Was that guy on um, um, Revenge of the Nerds? Was that the same guy?
1: I think it is. I being
0: racist. Uh, I think it is.
1: The same guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, I I feel nothing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Revenge of the Nerds was
0: probably one of the first movies like that I remember watching. That was eighty four as well. Yeah. There
2: were so many movies like that. So there's Police Academy, Revenge of the Nerds, Porky's, Meatballs, Porky's.
0: Yeah. That was Airplane. Yeah. There was some good good gratuitous stuff in that. Porky's was eighty one. Yeah. Um Naked Gun. There wasn't much nudity in that, really.
2: Well, no, but it was. It was very
0: tongue in cheek, that you could say,
2: yeah. When she climbs up the ladder and brings down the stuff, like, nice beaver,
0: yeah. Thanks, I had stuff myself, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's,
2: it's so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah the same thing with airplane. though, the Zucker brothers comedy, you know, that's just like, um, that's what I cut my teeth on. That's what I still say, you know, like, surely you can't be serious. I am serious and and don't call me Shirley, you know, that's, that's, I say that at least like once a week, if not more frequently. Yeah. (laughs) And it's sad to admit, but yeah. Okay. So I looked it up. Thank you. IMDB and the guy's name, Brian Toshi, he's in Revenge of the Nerds and Police Academy three. So I don't feel so racist now. What an illustrious career. He really did rock it. He had a brief stint too in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So uh he's actually got ninety-nine actor credits. Uh that's ninety-nine more than I did. So congratulations, Toshi. Cheese and rice. Clear back to uh he was in a TV series in nineteen sixty eight called He and She. So and Star Trek, he must have died. Yeah. Um uh, so <laughs> Oh, he died? I, well, if he was in Star Trek in 68, he certainly died. He would have been New Guy number three for sure. He probably wore like the red shirt. So. Oh, I thought he meant in real life. Oh, I think he's still alive. Yeah. No. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All those crazy ass movies were just, you know, they were not very serious. It was always the bad guy they had to overcome. They had to get together, you know, pull something together, um, and overcome, and, and then do just some boobs and some drinking, and away you went. So. They had to exact their revenge upon the evils, uh, which, you know, is when when Hightower steals his car and drives the crap out of it. Uh, That was pretty funny.
2: Was Hightower, I think,
0: I didn't look it up, but I seem to
2: remember when I was a kid that he used to be like a football player or something.
0: Yeah. I think he was officially. Um, I'm trying to think of his name now. He used to remember it. Bubba Smith. That's who that is. Yeah. Yes. uh, Bubba Smith, six foot seven, played defensive end uh, for the Colts and the Raiders. That's why I recommend it. And the Oilers. So, yeah. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Well, some of it, anyways. Well, good choice, Raleigh. Yeah, Rawls, can't tell you. Yeah, I laughed so hard. You ended up watching two other ones. Um, Yeah. I uh, I wrote like three pages of notes when I was even writing it, yeah. Because uh, when I remembered to take down and that wasn't laughing. So, like I noticed that the the end, like the guy in the riot, the big guy that took him hostage, like he had a Vassar t shirt on. Like how how random is that? <laughs> 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 and the guy riding a 250R on the street. That's what uh, what's his name takes over and runs into the horse with. It's like that's not even a a Street legal motorcycle, but I was, you know, I was trying to work. just figure out where they were supposed to be. Like, I, I was they, thinking that too. It, like, I have no sometimes idea. Sometimes it looked like New York and, and then Chicago, and then out west, I looked, there was like an a ocean or a lake or something they were by. Um, yeah, yeah, I not guess I, either I Chicago or Philadelphia where they were set at. So, good question, Raleigh. Could you ever Ow. tell? Did you have any idea?
1: No, I didn't. I don't know where it was. It never says. I don't think.
0: I never see any. I know that one of them they go to Miami Beach because it's in the title. I think that's like six or seven. So yeah. Um, but yeah. No, that was a great flashbacks. A lot of funny moments I'd forgot about. You know, <laughs> they get back after he uh, he runs into the horse. You know, he's like, "You told no one, of course not." And of course, Jonesy's making. Horse sounds and stuff. So.
2: Uh, his hair was all greased down. Yeah, exactly. Here's a new hat, sir. Give me that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the movie made eight and a half million dollars in its opening weekend. Eighty one oh, wow. million worldwide.
0: <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah.
2: Budget of four and a half million. I wonder what they spent
0: that on. It didn't <laughs> look like it. Oh yeah, no kidding. How could you spend four and a half million in 1983 or four making that movie? Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe that hooker was more expensive than I thought. She didn't look like it, but maybe so. <laughs> it was... Uh, uh. <laughs> that's hilarious. I would never would have guessed they spent that much money to make that, but... Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Should we give these movies ratings? Should we we give them ratings? You want to rate it? Yeah, we'll rate them on a scale of a 10-point scale. Oh, okay. And maybe we could retroactively rate the My Name is Nobody. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Or My Horse is Nobody or something? What was it called?
0: (laughs) I think it was My Name. Yeah, My Name.
2: Speaking of which, that reminds me. we got to talk about uh, Raleigh locking up his dogs in a
0: cage overnight. <laughs> I don't know how you make that connection, but yeah, sure. We could you gonna talk about your ten point scale first? Or you're gonna go talk about Raleigh and his dogs
2: Oh on a ten point scale I'm gonna
0: give Police Academy a
2: we'll give us the eighties scale. So eighties movie scale. I'm gonna give it mm-hmm. um, a six. A six?
0: Okay. And what would you give nobody?
2: Well, that's on a completely different scale. That's on a 70s scale. Oh, got gotcha. you. I'm going to give it a... Uh, a six. Okay.
0: Gotcha. You guys want to rate? Well, I guess I'd weigh in on the 80s scale. I'd give Police Academy a, an eight and a half.
2: Good on lord. The 80s,
0: on the eighty scale, yeah. Okay. As far as laughter, stability... Nudity, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Yeah. Um, (laughs) On the 70 scale, nobody, I'm going to give it a 5.5. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: Raleigh? Oh, hell, I don't know. I'd say probably an eight or so. There you go. On the Uh, uh, police academy. uh Uh-huh. I had three and a half on the other one.
2: There you go. All right. Okay. So now, <clears throat> about what we were talking about before we get on the podcast is uh, you were putting your dogs away in the kennel. Mm-hmm. So they work all day. At the end of the day, you throw them in a little kennel, mm-hmm. and they stay there presumably until the morning. Do you? When do they? When do you let them like? Go out and run around and explore on their own. <laughs> oh, well,
1: I have let them be them. a dog. I do. You have eight dogs? I have eight, yeah. For we've got uh, three puppies that we're training to sell, and then uh, the I take usually take about three of them a day with me, um, and then uh, typically what morning or so they all, they all want to go though don't they yeah oh yeah they they all want to go work they it's what they love to do and it's what they're good at and so um you you know depending on their age um i've got one dog that he he goes with me pretty much every day but he's kind of my old steady um good dog that i can do anything with um and he helps to train those pups a little bit too but uh typically i try to take at least him and then two others um, and then uh whether it's morning or evening depending on my schedule I'll come home and let them run for 15 20 minutes and just go out and play and do their deal and, but they're border collies inevitably are a very destructive animal <laughs> so so you have to you have to keep tabs on them all the time um, otherwise they will Find something to ruin in a hurry. So (laughs) Um, you you mentioned they help train
2: the the old one helps train the younger ones. Is that what you think, or is that true? Are they that smart? They know.
1: Oh yeah, they're very intelligent animals, and and just and it's not necessarily um, that they train them. It's the the younger dogs pick up on commands a little faster. I find. with with the the model that the old dog will show them so so yeah they sort of learning from the herd and, and yeah. watching what they're doing when they it, hear it, stuff it's not a lot different than what they what you know a wolf would do in a natural environment they go out and teach the pups how to kill and how to survive and how to do things and these the older dog he'll he'll teach them how to work cows and it it's a pack instinct and they, they Mm -hmm. pick up on what's going on. So, but there are things that I don't want him teaching them too. So you kind of have to, no more bad habits. Yeah. You you have to pick and choose. So
0: would they get a tremendous amount of exercise and running around and being dogs every day?
1: Yeah. Like yesterday we trailed some cows about 10 miles and they, they went all the way there and then all the way back. So, I mean, they were, they covered about 20 miles, the ones that went with me yesterday, so, but it's, uh, I don't know, it, they, they have a pretty, pretty good life, but they, uh they earn their keep, so, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's, some of them don't work, some of them don't have the instinct and desire, and they uh find new homes, so.
0: They have a pretty nice
1: size kennel, too. It's not like a little box, it's like a big kind
0: of cage, yeah. Type of like
1: yeah no, it's, uh, uh, yeah. it's 10 by 10 um, with a divider oh. down the middle. And uh, the, the young pups, the male pups, are all in on one side. Um, they and they've got houses and stuff, and but they they grab ass all day long with each other, so
2: yeah, it'd be, be nice to have a border collie out here that. Like send me one of the ones that doesn't want to
0: work at all. <laughs> Even then you would be having like a
1: like a wombat and weasel combination amped up on speed. Yeah, you'd have your hands full. I mean you you better be having a place to go play catch or something with them every day for a couple hours because they require a lot of the, a lot of attention.
0: Even the lazy one, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, good point though yeah mm-hmm. that's why one reason i'm so glad we get together and talk about these things just you know joel has we have questions about joel's world and he has questions about what's <laughs> going on it's just like such a good pure question to ask like how do you treat your dogs like why do you lock them up like that and like well, because that's where they're safe that's where they're comfortable and they work their ass off all day so they're ready well, to go to sleep when they get home do you, you have know, an indoor dog too
1: yeah two of them actually stay in the house with us um they're the older the two older dogs they're um oh. both um you could call them house companions but they're both house trained really well and they they uh they walk a tight rope in the house' because I don't want my shit chewed up but <laughs> <laughs> which which has happened and um they they uh i don't know the the thing i found with these dogs is the more time you spend with them and the more um one-on-one contact and companionship the better working dog they make in my opinion mm-hmm. some some people would disagree with that i'm sure but in my opinion just having having that connection with them and the ability to communicate with them on different levels um makes for a better dog just a personal opinion and some might not agree with that, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would. Everybody's
0: got their way. Yeah, I think I think part of the time they they, they want to, they don't want to disappoint. I think is part of it. If you have that, oh,
1: there's no question. Closer relationship, you know. And even even in, in those animals, even the ones that don't have that close relationship, they are such a pleasing animal that they mm-hmm. disappointing you is the last thing they want to do. I mean, they they are very a very pleasing animal, so. But, but, awesome. yeah, I don't know if that answers any questions for you, Joel. But it's uh They're, it they're just well. They're it's a uh, having those good dogs around replaces a lot of times when you're working cattle can replace well, a lot of men.
0: Definitely. So, now, bad dog
1: is worse than three retard's on their horses. But a yeah. good dog, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, you can get a lot more done with good dogs.
0: That seems like a good time to transition to our thought reaches, intellectual moments of the week. So we, uh, I looked up a little article in Wall Street Journal this afternoon. Thought I'd read just a bit of it and then we can certainly cuss and or discuss because I think it's something that's irrelevant uh, and could be viable and uh something in, the, in our it'll be in our faces are pretty quick so this is from the text section written by uh sam schneckner i believe but the title is eu backs coronavirus contact tracing apps similar to apple and google proposal so i'll read a couple lines here european officials have a plan to use smartphone apps to stem the COVID-19 pandemic without trampling on the block's strict privacy rules, track individuals' exposure to the virus without tracking their locations. So, uh, the EU executive arm called on member states to build an interoperable system with voluntary apps that use short range radio waves to measure users' proximity to one another rather than tracking your phone's physical locations, such as with GPS. The announcement puts uh, the block with 446 million residents alongside other countries around the world that have proposed or rolled out contact tracing apps. Last week, Apple said they would build the backbone of a similar voluntary proximity based system. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Basically, using your phone to find out where you are and help track the Rona. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> thank
2: you yes i, I yeah, I know you guys would think that um, privacy laws are pretty strict in the u s for whatever reason, i guess for constitution bill of
0: rights I don't know but I mean
2: like so if, during a health <laughs> crisis, if they you know it'll be helpful to know that if somebody is diagnosed with it so if we get to the point where you reopen the local economies and local counties or cities or whatever um and they have a system in place that if you they can tell by your cell phone location that you came into contact with somebody that has it i think that's helpful knowledge where you'd run into problems if they start mandating, like, oh, you walked by this person. You're going to stay inside for 14 days. Uh, that's well, a problem. What but... do you think they're going to do?
0: Like, I mean, uh, yeah, there's no way in Helsinki ever that if with my knowledge, at least, I would let that happen to me. Like, A, again, as far as I can tell, nobody's bursted into flames when they caught Corona. So I, I don't think it, it even remotely... Well, they're not at level but of interaction. Dying. What do you mean? Cheese well, and rice, man. People <laughs> die every freaking day. Like, wouldn't it be more? Wouldn't it be more sensible if I, my fat ass, walks by a McDonald's and I've got double diabetes and a heart condition that this thing says, "Hey, asshole, get away from here." I mean, like, seriously. Well, we this. We did, we did, about this we did that in New York, off-face. essentially.
2: Yeah, you can't buy a, a large soda. Pop.
0: yeah i remember that you can buy two mediums but you can't buy one large so
2: people people are stupid you have to like control it a lot of people require a, a nanny state otherwise they'll no they'll kill themselves. they don't there's an they article today it. so to save money in the new york city budget um they cut out some things and one of the things they cut out is they're not going to open the public pools this summer and now mm-hmm. already they just announced that today already i saw an article Before I joined on the New York Post about somebody complaining that that's going to lead to more kids drowning because they're going to try to get in the river or whatever. Like, dude, (laughs) yeah. If that's your argument, you don't have an argument at all. Absolutely, yeah. Uh,
0: We have we have slowed down Mr. Darwin to an extreme measure, way too far. I'm not sure what my point is, but. I, was trying to you. I, I just
2: find um, this
0: so disturbing um, I was just myself. that what's that
2: again Um. anyway I think it's ultimately I think it's fine to track uh, maybe make it voluntary you're going to get enough participation no. to get it so that people like you guys all right fine don't participate really,
0: don't need you no because, okay, so think about this. So they're convincing people to do that for, for this, this aggressive flu. Uh, what's next? If you have AIDS, then you're going to do this. Um, if you've got heart disease. Heart disease isn't like, communicable. I mean, this is, is completely HIV. off reservation. It's not Um Yeah, but you're tracking where I'm at based on what's going on. So, you know, that's my next, my mind jumps right to that. There are
2: so many people who continue to go out, even though they know
0: they have it. There was an article in the Times about
2: this. Some guy, his family had it, but they were tired of being inside, so they took their kid to the, like, the swing set on the Upper West Side. And they knew they had it. Like, that guy Mm -hmm. should be arrested.
0: I would agree. That's reckless. It's just like having AIDS and stabbing somebody with a needle. Like, that's attempted murder in my mind. So, I still, that wouldn't prevent this at all, would not prevent that in any way unless you had him tagged and you're like, oh, he's on the move. Go get him in 7, well, seven. Yeah. So, you know, um because what's it going to do? Send an alert to your phone that there's some It'd infected be cool dude like, coming in your, your, si- your direction? Through your like,
2: phone location. What are you going to do he with the data. People that have the disease and then you could just navigate and not come near them. That would be ideal, right?
0: Again, uh, it starts there. What's the next step? Raleigh, are you building a doghouse or something? I'm
1: uh, re-wrapping the horn on a saddle. Go ahead. Okay. Ginky,
0: Wrapping your horn again. It's all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm completely against this in any way, shape, or form. Um, I don't see the health benefit, for one, and I see the complete destruction of any rights or privacy, part two. So, that's my humble opinion. Well, it's wrong. But... (laughs) Good. That's what I like to talk about. And that <laughs> has been the Far Reaches Intellectual Moment of the Week. So, Raleigh, you're up next with our uh, Ranch and Roar
1: of the Week, if you will. Well, I I kind of had to think about that for a minute. and The intubator has been such a commonly used um, word here lately amongst the, the entire nation. And so I was thinking about going along the lines of uh, emasculator. What Ooh. is an emasculator?
0: Ooh.
1: It's, it's not the, somebody uh, paying extra 50 dollars to demean. She's an
2: emasculator. No, that's different.
0: sorry. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> close. Very close. I think the way that George <laughs> Martin was walking across the yard the next morning, it might have been.
1: <laughs> Better yet, let's change that word. Are these let's real use words, use or you just making them up? up? Ah!
2: Can you define the it? Last
1: grader's is a real word. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. Okay.
0: Oh, is that the, that's the idea. Well, that's your I have job to define what I think. You get to guess at least. Yeah. Oh well, you can yeah. So like next week, maybe you come up with the word and And we'll say it. It would be fun if we didn't all know what it was.
2: Um, Well, I think that I think an elastrator. Yes, I can spell it (laughs) if you like. Supplies elasticity to a non-elastic item.
0: Oh, Uh, that would be the less common.
2: so it's like Islamic what my grandma
0: definition. used to do to all my
2: jeans uh, when I was a little kid, incorrect but
0: incorrect at this time.
2: Yes. Elastic, elastic in the waistband, so that
0: she a last straight because that dryer. my jeans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. Ooh, They're close. Yeah. Uh, Raleigh, don't ever Google this because there's pictures of people people really on um, yes yeah and i'm trying to find the back button because my eyes are literally burning out of my head yeah hmm. there's even ah there's a thing on porn hub comes up on this sweet lord what is wrong with this world
2: okay okay wow. i just googled i, I just this. thought do i googled it to see what showed up do i should really? not have done that oh it's a machine Using an illustrator? <laughs> I thought it was yeah, like a verb to absolutely. illustrate somebody.
0: Well, it's a pair of pliers, kind of like, yeah. I probably could, I guess. Elastration? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the illustrator, I think, is the actual tool that, conducts that can tell the Amazon picture. The has a bunch of Cheerios next to it. Yes. You are correct. Because those <laughs> those oh, okay. are what the elastrator okay. stretches out to be placed around the testicle region for castration. So, yeah, you put them on there. It's like a little there's like three little prongs and you slide the little rubber band donut over that stretch. Open it up when you squeeze the pliers with the elastrator and it opens up the ring. Then you pull the testicle things down and get them both in the pouch Very and then useful, slide it over and then cuts the circulation off and and away they go. Yeah. Turns out, yeah, I'm so scarred that there's actually a Pornhub listing for that. Though I'm not going to get over that. That is, I'm actually just closing down the entire window altogether. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Man, oh my god, <laughs> Raleigh, you're not picking words anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, you asked. <laughs> I know I did. That learned me. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have googled it. That was my mistake. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. i right. I'm gonna have to drink heavily or something. Yeah, that's just wrong. So, anyways, that was our Far Reaches Ranch and Word of the Week or Mystery Word of the Week because I think uh, we'll have Mister Joel think of something uh, New York-y, if he would like for for next week and see if he can stump the audience. Some boy. So, I think that'll be good. Nope. I don't like it. So, so ooh, eat fresh yeah oh no nah, not nah, not for yeah, the antithesis thereof i got gotcha. you so boy off that that highlight let's go to the best thing I forget of the what week the, How does that i forget sound?
2: what this segment's about uh, i forget okay. what this segment is Joel, about you
0: like... okay good what's that well, it's sort of evolving still, but I think it's really about what your favorite thing this week was so far. What was the high point? What was a good, a good bit of news in the usual? Yeah, I'll uh, go back the to the eighty-eight days opening. of April so far. Um, so
2: I sent my song lyrics to one of Jess's friends. She's like a an award-winning level songwriter. She's a really good songwriter. Um, she performed. She lives in Philadelphia, but. She travels to New York and does oh, cool. shows and stuff, but um, she gave me good feedback that she thought was good. She asked, she was surprised it was my very first song, um, and then I shared it with Paul, and then Paul has turned it nice. into actual music, um, so it's pretty exciting. Now I'm going to write another one and try to get, I'm trying to get JD Kendall to, uh, too because uh, he's he's really talented at country singing so i'm trying to get him to
0: gotcha
2: uh put music to my lyrics
0: That could be entertaining congratulations that's yeah. uh it's fun to try to be creative to do when you're not really not at all, so creative and <laughs>
1: that's
0: uh i'll be i'll be curious to hear what uh, you know, a lot of people find yeah. these times uh, the mind goes where it doesn't get a chance to go usually. So impressive. I'll be anxious to hear that, Mister Bigsby. You horn rapper, you. Uh, what's what's the best thing happened this week for you? Hmm. Well, gosh, best thing this week. Tidbit of something. Like did you have like a really good piece of toast one morning, or
1: like? gotta be you know well i'm sweet yeah having to think too hard to come up with the best thing that happened this week it's been
0: i know yeah and it doesn't have to be like life-changing like mr joel's like you know embarking on another career and like pouring his soul out on paper you you know it could be like there was extra fruit at the bottom of my yogurt yesterday it was awesome
1: you know i just yeah well it uh i guess when you're you gosh the best thing that happened this week this I imagine Kelly doesn't
2: follow you around
0: as much i, I know i'm, I'm now yeah, i'm really dying to know
1: <laughs> well on the brighter side she's easier to catch now so there you go just, see you know there. that that little hidden gem that silver lining yeah <laughs> yeah there's there is a silver lining to every shit show so um totally yeah it uh no i best thing that happened this week um well the there wasn't anything really exciting about what went on with the coronavirus um yeah a yeah a lot unfortunately a lot more people have died however uh the uh, stimulus checks were probably good for some folks um probably yeah let's see best thing um, getting to go brand calves has been pretty good I kind of oh. enjoyed getting to go to a couple brands hey,
2: how how long does Raleigh's gone I'll ask you Mike how <laughs> long does it take to brand well, calves I feel like <laughs> Raleigh's been branding calves for
0: the last five weeks well some of them you do it oh, okay. in bunches and then he's helping other people as well some of the neighbors he's branded some of their calves but this time of year, they're kind of getting them as they get a bunch. They'll, they'll brand them up and, and then go on. And some other people... Well, I guess uh, it's kind of ridiculous you know, neighbors like they're like all the, neighbors the same day. Yesterday or today. So, um, Yeah, exactly. So they're going to be spread out like the... Usually the heifers, the first time they've had a calf, they're going to have it a little bit earlier. You plant it for earlier because um, they're going to be smaller because they're from a smaller cow. It's their first calf. And so you want that calf on the ground a little sooner so it can catch up to everybody. You want that heifer to get that calf on the ground sooner. So she has more time to recuperate. Um, Cause a lot of times that the second time she gets pregnant is often the most difficult because um, just the timing and the way she's growing and she has a calf here, on her side. Here, part here's of the an she, idea. So, Do cows yeah, you, get you hit it on the head. So they're diabetes. kind of scattered out.
2: Um, Could a cow get diabetes?
0: Diabetes. I right, well,
2: well. Do you want to have I guess a nothing's impossible?
0: Depend on her diet. They usually don't. Uh, you want the size of calf you're looking. You want a smaller calf in your heifers, and you want a bigger calf in your main herd. Yeah, I was just gonna, um, say- and that's what you kind of help you choose your bulls kind of accordingly because they can they track we're going to say of the bigger and that you helps
2: you pick figure out a way the one that's going to give the get cow diabetes while it's pregnant yeah cuz like women with oh, i forget diabetes. what it's called like,
0: interesting I, I never know. thought of that they way. have like diabetes in bigger babies i got i did not know that usually we just track genetics uh, and so the you know the larger cow and you have a bull that's been shown to have larger calves. They are actually based on, there's a birth weight EPD or expected progeny difference. Um, And you look at that and see what their average birth weight of their calves was when they were born. And so that's how you pick your bulls based on if you have a, a heifer bull is going to usually be shown to make lighter calves Uh, and then you can have regular size. And then there's even some that do what's called a, a terminal cross. Uh, which means that's the last time this cow is going to be in your herd and you're probably, she can have a bigger calf. And so you're looking for some bigger calves. And so you might breed her to a really large bull because she's okay. not going to have any problems having a calf and you're not going to have those genetics in your herd. So there's a lot of thought that goes into that. And genomic testing. Yeah, it's too bad we to lost that too. too and, and I think Raleigh's phone might've died or he fell down the stairs. So, um, yeah, it was really getting interesting. But uh, I I sent him a couple invites, so maybe he can come back, but uh Yeah, uh my uh, happy moment of the week has been this uh playing a little poker the other day with the guys again and chatting with you and and uh just uh thinking about some wild adventures. Oh, better so for you. That's been my my uh best thing of the week. There we go. So, uh Usually we'll do, uh, last segment, usually we'll do what we learned. Oh, Anything gosh. interesting you learned um, this week? I should have
2: thought about this before I get on. I, I, I don't know. i not going to be able to, to share. I've anyway, learned so a lot of stuff this week.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Nothing. nothing in particular.
0: It's been a lot of learning for a lot of weeks. Yeah. I've learned that I okay. missed reading the Wall Street Journal in the morning, so I started doing that again. So, I do that. I like their uh, crossword also kind of handy it's fun on the ipad so that's some of my my morning uh routine you know up pretty early have some coffee read the journal till six when uh murder She grow comes on on. that's awesome i watch that and uh, finish off the (laughs) crossword puzzle so uh, when i say that out loud it sounds like i'm pushing 90 but uh yeah it's trying to keep my mind active in the morning that's the main thing so you know i'm up at five and that's just what. Um, we do, so
2: yeah. Did you want to? I can't meet, help it. So we're gonna get that way. off here. But do you want so, me yeah. to? I'm gonna volunteer to recommend a new
0: movie. I oh. I okay. think uh either we're gonna we're gonna try to have an for interview, Raleigh's buddy, next week maybe. But we could still do the movie too. So um I think we'd have time okay. for both. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see if we can get bearing on. I think that'll be fun. So. Well, um, I want to stick with but the... Yeah, Steve let's go Hittenberg ahead and do a movie, too. I think it'd be good to talk game. about both. So,
2: And uh, my favorite oh, 80s movie, I think, is, uh,
0: is gonna be Short Circuit. Yeah. Nice. Johnny Five. Yeah. Oh, Fisher that, Stevens that the is the guy definition. that plays the uh, scientist guy.
2: Yeah. No, the guy in Police Academy that says No, move no, that's it, Steve Gutenberg. It, Fisher Stevens is, is the guy that plays in the He's also in Short Circuit. Yeah. He's uh the, yeah. the main guy that's trying to track down Is he? And kill Johnny Five. Yeah.
0: Johnny Five? I had not put that together in my head. Yeah. And Steve Gutenberg's in it too, as well, but uh Yeah. Is so there really little... that much uh, crossover between the two, we'll have to find out. Yeah. Oh, Stephanie, and the the incomparable Ali Sheedy. You, you can't have yeah Stephanie an eighties movie without Ali Sheedy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because so Short Circuit was in the nineteen eighty six comedy family sci fi thriller. So
2: wow, it holds up too. Awesome. Yeah,
0: that it's was a really funny. good movie. That was. Uh, yeah. Cutting edge, like Johnny Five. More, Would you like more to input? Yeah, more tip. input. Need input. How can you not? Yes. <laughs> sort. Of, I just realized how similar uh, in the Fifth Element when they find her. She's Ali, she looking for she input as know. well. When she reminds me, me a lot of Johnny Five.
2: Well, you said she.
0: No, no, not Ali She. I didn't say anything about what Ali Chidi. I've never The Fifth Element. I've never seen the Fifth seen it. Element the movie. The chick that's the Fifth Element. I don't watch Are science
2: you... fiction movies. What? Except for I guess Sweet apparently. Yeah. we'll put it on your list.
0: I really don't either, but it's got it's got Bruce Willis in it and I can't yeah, think of her name off the right. top of my head. Mila Jovovich, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh. She's in it. Bruce Willis is in it, and uh. Oh, what's that crazy bastard's name? Chris. uh yeah, we should also Chris add for a future episode one. is how it overrated yeah. of an
2: actor Bruce Willis is. He's never really been in anything any good.
0: Yeah, it's not very good. Oh, <sighs> yeah, Die Hard. Hello. Like, what? I have to completely agree, disagree with that. That's a whole series. I don't even think the makers of Die Hard out. won in Bruce yeah. Willis. I just got stuck with them. Die Hard. Uh, that was a great, I've seen the behind the scenes on that. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, she plays Lulu. So uh, Chris Tucker, that's the other guy that's in it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to put put the fifth element on your on your list. Yeah, um, it's not. Yeah, Gary Oldman plays one of the best evil bad guys ever. It's really good in that regard. But yeah, I'm not a science fiction movie kind of guy, but I think you'll like it. Yeah. So, anyways, there's a strong strong comparison between her and Johnny yeah. Five, which I think there might be some deeper links up there. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah. we'll get that on our list. And uh, any final words there, Mr. Joel? Hey, not the best color guy in the business for nothing folks yeah so <laughs> well we started with three down from four we're ending with two and on that supreme high note we're going to thank you once again for joining us for Far Reaches again forget uh, remember to subscribe tell your friends tell your enemies make a friend don't make an enemy uh, any feedback please uh, get a hold of us at uh, farreachespodcast at gmail.com or through all the common Social media, or most of you have our uh, phone number you can text or call, like you tend to do. And God, we do love the feedback we get, the random questions, the exclamation points.